How good is it to be in Civic Church on Christmas Eve? Come on, let me hear that again. How good is it to be in Civic Church on Christmas Eve? Where else would you want to be? Where else would you want to be? For those of you who are visiting, my name is Brendan. It's my privilege and joy to uh, be the senior pastor of this church along with my wife, Margaret. And I would love you if you would join with me and give the team a huge round of applause and appreciation for everything that they have done. I must admit, it's hard to sit there and watch all of this and think, my goodness, how did this all come together? Because honestly, this is about the first time I've seen any of it. And uh, there's been a whole lot of people doing a whole lot of work, um, as you've already heard. But do you know what I love about it? It's not just what they're doing, it's the heart with which they do it. And they come here because they have a heart to make sure that we understand what the true meaning of Jesus and the true meaning of Christmas is all about. Amen? Amen. But I do, I do say a huge thank you to each and every one that, is, that has uh, made this possible. And I also want to, uh, again, welcome each and every one of you here today. Thank you for making time. I know that it's a lovely family time, and uh, I hope you've got a whole lot of other family things planned. Well, how many people have experienced the thrill of hope every time you've spoken the name of Jesus. I want to say that again. I want to hear it. How many times, sorry, how many have experienced the thrill of hope every time you've spoken the name of Jesus? Seriously, I believe with all my heart, I totally believe that any one of us who has a personal relationship with God the Father through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit who really understands the true meaning of Christmas, when we come to celebrate the birth, the virgin birth, mind you, of the Son of God, that whenever you mention and call out on the name of Jesus, you are consumed by a thrill of hope. Whenever a faith-filled heart, listen to me today, whenever a faith-filled heart calls on the name of Jesus that heart will be filled with an assured and confident hope, not an, un, un, not an uncertain and false hope. And if you're here today and you're saying, Brandon, you don't know my circumstances. And if, any, if anything right now, I need some kind of hope in my life. Then I pray that today, at this Christmas, you know if you speak the name of Jesus with faith, speak with a faith-filled heart, and come in that, in that personal relationship with Jesus, he will fill your heart with a hope that will not disappoint. And so what does Paul tell us? How do we get this? Where does this thrill of hope come from? And why do we even have it? Paul tells us in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, and this hope is not, look at it, a disappointing fantasy. I love the way that the Passion Translation put that. This hope that we're talking about, that faith-filled hearts will be filled with if we call on the name of Jesus, is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience, look at it, the endless love of God. It's an endless, unconditional love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Because we have the presence of the Holy Spirit indwelling us, We also know that God the Father, through all that Jesus has accomplished on the cross of Calvary, 
God the Father loves us with an endless love that is constantly cascading into our hearts. Am I right? The Apostle Paul tells it that this hope comes from having the Holy Spirit. And that the, the Holy Spirit is not just around us, but actually lives in us and is constantly reminding us of how much God loves us. And I pray that today and every other day, not just around Christmas, but that you and I understand that as we have that indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, so we also know how much the love of God is toward us in Jesus' name. He, he affirms us. Look at this. He affirms us. He assures us. He approves of us. He accepts us. And he has acquitted us of all of our sins. I'd really encourage you to wake up every single morning if you could remember to do that. Remind yourself that you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit if you are truly in a personal relationship with God the Father. And that because he indwells you, you know that you are loved endlessly. And that you know he affirms you and he assures you and he approves of you. Do you know what? If God approves of you, then you have got nothing to prove. At the end of the day, we come because we know in Christ, Christ is the one who approves of us. We're not out here to try and please and prove, uh, approve to anything to anybody else because he has acquitted us of all of our sin. That word acquitted is so powerful. It's more than just pardoned. It's acquitted as though it never happened. And some of us, for, the, for some of us, that's very, that's very hard for us to get our minds around. Because we continually bring up our sin. We're the ones who bring it up. God never brings up our sin. Did you know that? God says, I've cast your sin as far away as it is from the east to the west. And I remember it no more. And so we've come to know this thrill of hope. This thrill of hope is a sure hope. It's a confident hope. And it's not a disappointing fantasy. And what are we meant to do with this hope? Are we meant to just keep it to ourselves? Paul tells us that we need to radiate with this hope to everyone around us. Look what he says in Romans 15, 13. Now may God, the fountain of hope, don't you love the words? Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround and power your life with his superabundance, look at it, until you radiate with hope. I wonder if you'd look at your neighbor right now and you thought, man, you are really radiating tonight. That it's, it's, it's not just the external radiance of the person, but it says there's something about you. You are radiating with hope. And so just as the radiating star led the wise men to the baby Jesus in a manger, in the same way we're meant to be radiating stars of hope, guiding people to Jesus, the Savior of the world. Do you see that on your life? Do you realize that that is what we're on this earth to do? We're not just here to, to be able to say, well, we know what that hope is. We understand that it's not a disappointing fantasy. We understand what it means to have the endless love of God by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and, and, and it's... And, it's not just for us. And Paul tells us very clearly, no, once you know this, this hope that you have in your heart, this fountain of hope that is constantly cascading in your heart, that it's not just for us to hold on to and to keep to ourselves. He says, no, there's a whole lot more to do with it. He said, what we're meant to do is radiate with that hope. And, and the vision is, it's something like as the, as the star 
radiated with light and led the wise men to Jesus way back in that first Christmas. So we're meant to be those kind of people radiating with hope like those stars leading so many around us to Jesus, the Savior of the world. I would hope that this Christmas, as much as we get the joy to be with one another and celebrate family and celebrate all that we understand about Christmas, I pray and believe that we also understand that there will be other people that you might get to meet around this Christmas time and they are hopeless. But when they meet with you, just by having met you, even if they are perfect strangers, they will walk away from you with hope. Because we radiate with hope and not that hope that we've got. It's not coming from us. It's coming from that presence of the Holy Spirit. And we understand that it's His hope in us that we are radiating with. And of course, uh, we should be doing this all the time, not just at Christmas. And so I pray that it should be said of us, well past Christmas time, anyone who comes along to Civic Church really radiates There's something about their lives. There's something about the way they live their life. There's a hope. And so as well as radiating hope, is there anything else that Paul tells us that we should be shining with? Well, tells us in Romans 15, 13 again. He says not only with this hope, this radiating hope, but he says also with uncontainable joy. Uncontainable joy and a perfect inner peace. Do you know what? I'm not sure what's going on in your life right now. It mightn't be things that you'd like to be happening. It may not be the way you'd like things to be. But I, can I ask you today, because we understand that God is indwelling, He's there with us, He's endless love, is always saying, I've got you. There's hope in Jesus, that faith-filled hope. Can I also say, don't let anything rob you of your joy. Don't let anything rob you of the joy of having the revelation knowledge that you know for an absolute truth that Jesus Christ is born, the Son of the living God. I understand that sometimes in us, around our lives things are not easy for us, but nothing can rob us of the joy of knowing the truth and the revelation that Jesus, the Son of God, has been born. It'll bring the thrill of hope into your life. Am I right? In other words, we're meant to be radiating with the whole Christmas message. Hope, love, joy, and peace. The whole message. It's all wrapped up in Jesus. It's all wrapped up in who we are in Christ and who Christ is in us. Am I right? The whole message of of Christmas. We're meant to be radiating with these things, not just at Christmas, but throughout our lives. And I know that it's not easy sometimes because we've got so much happening in our worlds. But nothing can say, that nothing can squash and take away from the fact that I have inside me, in the midst of the turmoil, I have inside me hope. I have inside me love. I have inside me joy. I have inside me peace. Am I the only one? I pray that I'm with a whole lot of people tonight that clearly understand what I'm talking about. Because you too know what it has, you, that sensing of the Holy Spirit indwelling you. We're even able to do this, listen to this, we're even able to do this in the midst of our own trials and tribulations. That's the amazing part. So many people could look at our lives 
and they know that we, we don't have perfect lives, right? We, there are things that are happening in our worlds. Many of us are going through trials and tribulations. Many of us are struggling with a whole bunch of things that are, that are out of our control, really, and it's not what we would like. But in the midst of all of that, in the middle of it all, we can still say that we have an inner hope. We have this love. We have this joy. We have this, this great idea and understanding that there's a peace that, that actually surpasses all knowledge and understanding. I mean, in the middle of it all, I, I should be more concerned and worried, but I have a peace. And that's what we radiate with. Our lives radiate even, even they shine even brighter in the middle of the tribulations. It's not because everything's going well for us. It's not because we're all living perfect lives. It's because we understand that Jesus lives on the inside of us and he's our hope and he's our love and he's our joy and he's our peace. And our job is to radiate with that and to see others understand how, how does that work in your life. Daniel tells us in Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, look at it, and those who lead many to righteousness, righteousness of course is Jesus, they will shine like the stars forever and ever. I pray and believe that you and I are going to be those kind of people. That at this Christmas, in a world that is facing increasing uncertainty and a sense of hopelessness, let's be the stars that Daniel is talking about, shining with God's hope, shining with God's love, shining with his joy, shining with his peace, because we know and have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the thrill, the thrill of hope every time you speak the name of Jesus. Every time a faith-filled heart speaks the name of Jesus, that heart will be filled with a heart that is not a disappointing fantasy. It would be over 42 years since I first experienced that thrill of hope. 42 years ago, I couldn't have cared less about anything to do with God or had any way, I had no understanding and did not want to understand. In fact, I thought people who actually believed in the virgin birth of God, they're crazy people. But I stand here today testifying to you that in the midst of my unbelief, this amazing God, this Jesus, came into my life, changed me forever. His grace, His love, and His mercy have cascaded into my heart. And I've prayed that for the rest of my life, all I would do is continue to shine and radiate with this hope and this love and this peace and this grace and this mercy. If you're here tonight and you've been listening to me and you've said, you know, Brendan, I've heard you talking about this, this amazing 
hope, this thrill of hope. I'm not sure that I've actually experienced that. You might be here thinking, well, uh, I don't even know whether I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ like you're talking about, Brendan. But I sure would like to. I can tell you now, it'll be the best Christmas you've ever had. And it will be the, the first of many. If tonight, if you're saying, Brennan, I'd like to know Jesus in a personal, real way, that I too could experience the thrill of hope and this love and this joy and this peace that you're talking about. I want to know that. Can I encourage you? More than encourage you. Can I plead with you? Do not leave this building until you have spoken to someone, me, but there's many other people that you could perhaps talk to and say, do you, do you know what Brennan was talking about? Do you understand this thrill of hope? Do you understand this relationship with Jesus that he's talking about? Because I'm not sure that I've got it and I'd like to ask people, how do I get it? Talk to somebody, please. I plead with you. And I would pray and believe that if you will simply take the moment to inquire, as I did all those years ago, even though I was a complete unbeliever, I know he will meet with you. I know it to be true. Sometimes the journey can, be, can take a little while. For me, it took about 12 months. But eventually I came to the place of knowing Jesus is real. The virgin birth is true. And I now stand before you a trophy of his grace. And I pray that for your life. I pray that for every life here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, as we've come today around Christmas, we understand that it's the time for the world to celebrate the virgin birth of the, of the Son of God. We join together and we thank you, Father, that you have revealed to us your Son, that your love is cascading into our hearts, that you are the fountain of hope on the inside of us and that, Lord, you, you're relying on us now to be those radiating stars of hope in a hopeless world. And Father, right now we pray, I pray for every single one here. And I pray, Father, that every single one knows they have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. And Father, for those who, who might still be asking, I'm not sure, then I pray, Father, that before this Christmas season is over, if they would only come to you, if they would only just ask of you in a quiet moment that you will come into their lives, that they will know you personally. I thank you for that now, Father, in Jesus' name. And every heart said, Amen and Amen. Thank you so much for coming to Civic on Christmas Eve, of course. I'm sure you've got a whole lot of other family things that you want to uh, celebrate over the next couple of days. And I trust and pray that whatever it is you've been planning and hoping Christmas will be, I pray that they are all of that and more. Before we finish, our team is going to come now and they're going to lead us in just a few more choruses and take us into Christmas. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that we understand Jesus 
is what it's all about. Amen? God bless you.